0: Hello, minxes. Today I'm excited to introduce you to a new friend. Her name is Jennifer, and she has a company called She's Newsworthy Media. Jennifer is a revolutionizing women in the media industry. She also coaches business owners and corporate employees on how to set strong business strategies, leverage their media to create more revenue, as well as how to maximize their mindset for success. Listen in to this episode of Minx Your Morning for your dose of inspiration and practical motivation for your life and your business. Here we go.
1: Good morning. Hello. good morning. How are you? I'm
0: great. How are you? Good. I am powered and psyched and feeling a vibe today. And perhaps you have something to do with this, Jen. <laughs> I really wanted to have this conversation with you because I am in a phase right now in my personal life and my business where I really feel the need to expand my network, to reach out to new people and to, you know how we get energy from each other and we learn mm-hmm. from each other. So Mm -hmm. I feel like COVID took that away from us a little bit. And so I'm actively trying to get that back. And so you were one of those people that's always been around me, around my radar to think about and to want to speak with and to get some energy and good vibes and hopefully learn something from. So thank you so much for taking the time Mm -hmm. to speak with us today. And I'd love to start by just asking you to please, Jennifer, tell us a little (laughs) bit about your story, who you are and how you got to where you are
1: now. Yeah. So it was quite a winding road. I will say that. I worked as a TV reporter for 15 years or so, 15 years as a reporter, a producer, and a writer. So I changed roles often in the time that I was in the industry. I started when I was in an internship at CTV when I was 19 years old and didn't leave the industry until 2017 officially. So I was one of those people that learned very early on that you are disposable. You were disposable. So I got laid off multiple times throughout my career. I still find it really surprising when people are devastated. You were disposable. You were disposable. Like there's no ifs, ands or buts about it, right? So that was a blessing for me throughout my career because I felt like every time it happened, it was a relief. I felt like I was being naturally pushed out. And it was something that was going to eventually happen. I was going to do entrepreneurship eventually, but I didn't know that I was going to end up doing what I'm doing today. So, what was happening inside of the industry, I did the entire circuit, media circuit, even moved out to New Brunswick. I was living out there for a year. It was hardcore. I was trying to like climb up the ladder, you know, become this like reporter. And while I was doing those positions, I'm booking clients, I'm, 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 I'm booking experts, I'm booking lots of experts, I book like hundreds and hundreds of experts over the years. And most of them were older white men, that is who had the skills to put themselves mm. to the front of the line. And that is also who was in our database. So if we look at media, from a historic perspective, and who was on camera, and who's the decision makers now, and what's actually happening in the newsroom, there's not a lot of diversity on the experts that we see on TV. Sure, there's people of color who are reporters and anchors, but who are they interviewing? At the end Mm -hmm. of the day, they're interviewing the same people over and over again. And it became something that I knew that I wanted to help shift. I knew I wanted to help shift that when I was in entrepreneurship. So when I started She's Newsworthy Media, it was really about just amplifying the voice of women entrepreneurs. And I was told I was going to fail. I was told that if I don't include men into my roster, that I was going to fail. And I still get told that the company's growing and I'm hiring other media coaches. And I get told that if I don't accept applications for men to coach women, then I'm missing the target somehow. And I'm not missing the target. I'm not missing the target, guys. I not promise hurt. you, I'm not missing the target. I promise you. We've helped over sixty women land media this year alone. We've already done over eighty TV interviews. I'm sorry, we're not missing the target. We are you not missing the target. I'm not
0: just <laughs> not missing
1: the target. You are
0: hitting hitting the target. target. Yes,
1: that is fantastic.
0: So you help women to place them in media to get there stories heard to get them represented, to show that diversity of not only their personal stories, but also I'm assuming their business or their careers and their
1: messages. Really focused on amplifying women who have small businesses or entrepreneurs, or even those that work in corporate and are just trying to get some more brand exposure for their expertise. Adding yourself to that mainstream conversation. And we've seen, honestly, I will say this is the first year that I could say I had this major vision and I'm actually seeing shifts happen. And I can think of a couple clients recently who are women, younger women, who were front and center at some of the conversations about the elections. When I was working in the newsrooms, we never interviewed younger women to hear their perspective about the elections. And I'm seeing clients land multiple interviews, women of color as well. So I'm getting goosebumps because this is the reason I started my business. And then it's actually coming to fruition. And we are actually shifting the way that mainstream media covers women and their voices.
0: That is absolutely mind-blowingly amazing and I can see that like part of you is it seems like you're still kind of accepting the fact that you're doing it but then there's this other part of you that's like I am a freaking badass look at what I'm doing <laughs> I love it both of those are showing to me. that's incredible how did you find the name for your brand because oh, okay. I love it it's so catchy it's so interesting I am so curious about this
1: Yeah. So I am very much, you know, I started off saying, you know, I love marketing. And I knew that if I was going to create the name of a company, it can't be my name. It had to be something unique. And I was actually scrolling through a Facebook post, I remember. And somebody said about an anchor who was that who's a friend of mine said, Oh, she's newsworthy, right? I was like, Oh, that's the name. She's newsworthy, right? And it really just embodies the purpose and mission of the company. It really just- it Everything. Just, it captures it. It really does capture it. And what's funny is that I will tell you of the dozens of women that I work with, they probably have mindset stuff around saying they are newsworthy. Like what mm. woman do you know willingly says I'm newsworthy? That takes a lot. No. That takes no. a lot. There's it's a not the first sentence shift. you would assume to no. hear. Completely, completely. It's, a, it's a mental I agree with shift. You total mental shift Ooh. for the women.
0: And do you feel like it has been just as a brand name because I think about this often. In fact, somebody said to me when I named this and in my podcast and I had like this word minx that people weren't really aware of what it meant and what does it mean to minx your morning and what is minx it and for me it was just a word that really empowered the concept of like just go do it like just Mm -hmm. mix it just Mm -hmm. not necessarily hustle but like Nike just freaking do it and do Mm -hmm. it hard and do it well and show up and I remember somebody saying to me at the beginning saying no 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 don't don't use that word because no one knows what it means and like it'll just confuse them. And I was like, "Mm, I get that. But something in my intuition is saying, I'll figure it out. I'll teach them what it means. For you, I feel like it's something that perhaps is so unique. I wonder if you had any backlash about it or not necessarily backlash, but some some questioning as to whether you should name your business, your Instagram, and so on that. I'm
1: curious. Yeah, because that was the thing. People were telling me, people that work in PR were telling me that because I was silly and I went to advice for them, but you know, what yeah. I do is completely different <laughs> yeah. from any PR. Format in the country right now oh. but I remember one PR person saying to me if you label it she's news worthy. it's gonna look like you only work with women and I'm like yeah I only work with women <laughs> like <laughs> that's the point
0: that's so it right su- there yeah it
1: surprises me that I still you know the odd time I still get men coming through my discovery calls booking into my calendar and I kindly delete them or men who have there have been at least four or five men who have applied for the media coaching position. The entire brand is about supporting women. And it's not that <laughs> you know, I have a lot of male friends. I'm not anti-male. I'm married to a man and I yeah. have two young boys, but oh, wow. it's our time.
0: Beautiful. Oh, this honestly fires me up. Okay, so you mentioned you you gave me a little like you planted a little seed to the <laughs> next question. PR in general? I mean, I think people just assume they know what that means. A lot of my clients have small businesses or they're in corporate jobs or they have side hustles. And it's often a question that comes up. Marketing, PR, should I, shouldn't I? What should I invest in? What shouldn't I? And I want to hear from you. What would you tell those people or just like
1: how to even start when it comes to PR and what do you offer? I'd love to hear it. So I'll tell you, I also didn't understand PR. I know that sounds strange, but because when you're a journalist, you are actually, it's ingrained in you that PR is evil. PR Mm. is something that is manipulated. It is concocted. And when you're a journalist, you're there seeking the truth, right? So Mm. PR, for me, I will tell you, there was a new transition for me, a mental transition where I had to actually believe that the work that I was doing was having positive impacts. Because I was told and ingrained with me for like so many years that people that leave the industry and go into PR, they couldn't make it or PR is evil or, you know, it it was always that, right? Because as a journalist, when you're doing a story, the last person you want to speak to is a PR person. Like literally, that is the last person you want to speak to because they're not going to give you the good stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I think about small business owners and I think about entrepreneurs trying to get PR... It is only one part of the process. It's about getting your story and your expertise connected to the media's news cycle. So I'll give you an example of this. Clients were pitching for World Mental Health Day, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had a client who was a teacher and a client who was a business coach. Mental health, obviously, we know crosses many different industries and sectors, Mm -hmm. but they can attach their expertise into the media's news cycle, give their suggestions, their expertise and tips. It's never about promoting your business. You will never mm. see me on TV talking about my business. It's mm. about your expertise. You'll see me talking about pay transparency, imposter syndrome, racism in the workplace. You'll see that. Mm. You'll see that. Mm. So that's one part of it when you're thinking about PR for your business. The second part of it is leveraging your media hits. You can have 10 media hits in a year. And if nobody knows about it, then it's, it, it's not doing anything. What does
0: that entail? Yeah,
1: because at the end of the day, if you're a business owner, the reason why you're doing PR is to generate revenue into your business. Like yes. somehow yes. it's to either get clients. So the way that I've really designed the way that I work with clients is yes, I definitely teach you the core skills and mm-hmm. you definitely land media when you're working together. But also how are you marketing that? to land corporate gigs? How are you incorporating that into webinars, into proposals? You know, a lot of the way that I grew my business was from marketing. And this Mm. is something that comes to me naturally, right? So in the last year, I've had worked with Femo, you know, I've been working with some really big organizations Did a brand partnership with Mercedes Benz, all of that comes through marketing, marketing and leveraging my PR. That's Mm. what it is. So I always look at it in two parts. It's not just I got a TV gig. Right. That's it. Showing right? up for that
0: interview and that's it. Mm-hmm. That makes complete sense. I love that. I saw okay. the light bulb there. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I got yeah. it. I was like, oh, there's two parts. It's interesting you say that because I do have a client who was recently on Breakfast Television and she did such a good interview. I don't know, maybe she did it through you. I'm not sure. But yeah. um, she did such a great interview and she said that she really felt an impact in her business. A lot more calls, a lot more bookings and so on. And I said to her, okay, so what are we going to do with that? And I don't know what you can do with that. But it just to me, like you say, I was also, I come from a marketing background. So to me, I was like, how are we going to take that and like leverage it, like you say, yeah. and really maximize that experience? So that's really good. Let's talk mindset for a second, because yeah. I know that this is something you're an advocate of and that okay. you really work hard on for yourself. I would like to know from you, What do you do to keep yourself in that ideal mindset space? Because it's not possible to always be like up here, flying Mm -hmm. high. So what do you do and what are some tactics for you that keep your mindset intact?
1: So this has been a game changer for my business. So I do incorporate a mindset routine into my daily routine of when I'm working. I didn't do any mindset work over the weekend. But making sure that, especially, you know, we're in the pandemic. I have kids at home still. My kids are at home. They're not in school. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. a gong show in the morning here. It is a gong show. Your kids are still, still at home. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They've been home since March 2020. Wow. Wow. March 2020. Dad is on pandemic dad duty until we feel comfortable enough to go back right on the back. So that's how it's been working in our household, which I know is unconventional, definitely unconventional completely. If it works for you, then it's conventional for you. So part of my routine, I do listen to Abraham Hicks very often, Abraham Hicks podcast. And it's actually, it sounds very woo woo. It's a woman, Esther, who is channeling the source Yes. through her podcast and her book. So definitely listen to her every single morning. And I also do my gratitude list in the morning. And I do, I write out my big audacious goal every day. So those are the things that I really do. And I'm not saying that, obviously, like you said, you can't be high flying every single day. Throughout the day, my husband will come into my office. Oh, it's a, a child's bedroom that has been transformed into an office. <laughs> We're um, all in it. Yeah, yeah. He'll catch me dancing. He'll catch me like I do what I need to do to stay high vibe, right? Like I do what I need to do. I try my best to block out the noise and I stay in my own lane, right? So I don't yes. compare myself to other people in my industry. So that's a large part of the mindset piece. And you, uh, you kind of touched on this in your last point about that person that you're talking about who on BT and how is she going to leverage it? The mindset piece for women when it comes to marketing yourself is really hard. It's mm. really hard to be continually marketing yourself and continually telling people how amazing you are, but mm. it's actually crucial. And that's part of it is like, you just have to own it. If you don't own it, then you're going to feel insecure and not confident. So mm. I definitely, that's kind of my daily practice. I read a lot of books that also help with my mindset and keep my mindset in check. But at the end of the day, I'm doing what I'm doing almost out of necessity. I need to keep going and I can't give up. That's, totally. you know, that's pretty much how I look at it.
0: Amen. I feel you and I hear you. I know you wrote a post recently about the books that you're reading and I've shared some bits that I'm reading at the yes. moment and it just takes you to another level. If you have things in your life that you consistently turn to that really help you to get your mindset on track. Mm -hmm. And it's crucial. It really is crucial to your success moving forward. Success isn't a fluke. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen just randomly. And to define what success is to you is part of that mindset work. So I'm definitely going to be checking out Abraham Hicks. I literally like took a pen and paper and I'm like, I'm making notes. Because this is the way we learn, people. Yes. Take notes, go check them out after this podcast, and then go and like research more and get down that rabbit hole. I actually listened to an episode of a podcast this morning and the person who was being interviewed, I spent like 15 minutes afterwards. I was like on the website, on their social, wow. signing up for their newsletter, which I do not do. I am like Wow. An- I'm not a massive newsletter type of person only for like the right people. Yep. But yeah, it really works. Go dig, go yes, dig. Yes, yes. All right. So lastly, let's quickly talk business strategy. Oh, I love this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with this concept, but it also scares me a little because I feel like there are so many ways that a business can go. There are so many directions that one can go. It doesn't matter what you do, what you're offering in terms of marketing, especially... There are so many avenues. So what would you say to someone who feels confused or overwhelmed by the concept of where to start with their business strategy?
1: So I actually, I don't advertise this, but I actually started business coaching because I had so many people come to me and ask me, you know, how I grew my business, how I grew it so quickly. We're working on a cross-canada expansion next year. And I love talking business strategy. I could talk about business strategy every day. And I think one of the core things for business growth is having your systems in place. It's Mm. not sexy. It's so not Mm. sexy because I'm like up to my eyeballs in fixing systems right now and updating systems, but having the systems in place to run your business. And I feel like. It's really shocking to me when I hear that business owners don't have a process in place to accept payment or even tracking invoices and things like that. I actually hear that, right? Yes. And my thing is, at the end of the day, the first thing that you should be doing every single day, that's what I do every single day before I start work or as I'm actually working, is checking my numbers. I check my numbers. I follow up on invoices, follow up on contracts. That is priority for me. If that is not priority, Mm -hmm. you are not running a business. You're Mm -hmm. running a hobby. A hobby. A a hobby. If if getting money into your bank is not your first priority every day that you wake up, you are not running a business. I know that's really hard for a lot of people to swallow. But that, to me, is where a lot of people get trapped and they are in the cycle and wondering why what they're doing is not working. So the systems part of it and definitely focusing on any sort of revenue generating activities that's how you have to think. That's how men think. That's how men think, guys. They don't wake up thinking about the social media post and thinking about all those other things. They think about how do I get my point? That's what they think. About. Oh,
0: you blow me away. I mean, I'm so with you, but like when you hear it and you know it and you breathe it and you believe it, it's a hundred percent true. And it really is a flip of the switch mindset. It's like, I am now I don't know, you want to call yourself a CEO? Great. I don't call myself a CEO for some reason. It just doesn't resonate with me. Mm. I don't have anything against it. I'm a minx. I am. I have my own business. I'm a coach, whatever. But my point is what that identity means to me is being someone who's on top of the invoices, being someone who, and I learned this the hard way in terms of systems, I don't coach people if they have an outstanding invoice. Yeah, that's boundaries. That That should be basic one-on-one. Well, I made the mistake of doing that in the past and then I, yeah, it was very, very challenging. So so when I
1: think about systems, I think about contracts in place and the boundary part of it as well is really hard to set up. If your invoice is not paid, I'm not working. Like that should be common, right? Like you can't walk into a store and have no money and buy a sweater. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You're not going to get away with that, right? So we have to set our boundaries. We have to.
0: I love that. I did not know that you were doing business coaching. That is very interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm at Capacity, girl.
0: Okay, well, you should have a wait list. You should have a wait list for 2022.
1: Yeah, I do have. I'm actually going to be setting up the wait list for my media program um, soon because we are at Capacity. um, taking in one more lot of clients in November and then the next round is going to be January 2022. That is
0: freaking amazing so first and foremost thank you for being here for sharing your light love your vibe your smile is beautiful i just want to like talk to you more and more number two is if i can do anything to help you on this mission i'm totally yeah. here for you because i 100 percent believe in what you're doing and i just think this is just the beginning for you and i think you've been doing it for a while how long full time for two years Fantastic. Same as me. Amazing. Last but not least, how can people find you, work with you, connect with you?
1: So right here on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at She's Newsworthy. My website, she's newsworthy.com, has a free media pitch template. I just double checked. I had posted on on last week that it's been downloaded 700 times, actually been downloaded 800 times. This is the same template that we use to book Interviews all the time. It's the same pond template. There's nothing special about how we do it. Obviously, I have extra skills to help clients get air. I got to air, but our signature program that is, you know, I didn't even realize I developed it even before signature programs were a thing. But media success coaching, and it really is filling the gap between the two options that women entrepreneurs have in this country right now. You can DIY and go in circles, or pay an agency and not really know what's happening with your pitch and not really sometimes not even getting results. Mm. So media success coaching really is the hybrid model of having a one-on-one time with a coach like myself, getting you from idea to interview you're there within three weeks, you're on air within three weeks from the time we start. But in addition to that, we are sharing the knowledge on business strategy and marketing and leveraging your interviews so that you can land corporate, you know, a lot of people are into getting corporate clients right now filling their programs, brand Mm. partnerships, paid speaking Mm. gigs, those are things that I've done in my business, really from leveraging my PR through marketing. So that's our signature program. Um, And we've had, I think, over 35 women in the program this year alone. And uh, we're expanding it next year. So really excited about that. That's our signature offer for clients. They can book a discovery call through our website or even just take a look at the media pitch template that we have. And I have a free masterclass in partnership with Laurier's Entrepreneur Center for Women coming up this month as well. And that you can really see what my process is, what it's like, my energy level, the results clients are getting. Usually I you know, the last time I did that for them, there was ninety women that showed up live and they stayed till the end. Stay wow. till the end. If you're staying yes. to the end, you know that I'm yes. giving out the content, right? Yes. Yes. You're not yes. dropping off.
0: I'm ready for all of it. <laughs> I'm ready for all of it. That is amazing, Jen. Thank you so, so much. The details for your masterclass, I assume will be on your Instagram soon.
1: Yes, they're in my LinkedIn bio right now. Oh, so you fabulous. Can click, yes, you can click and register. It's through Eventbrite. It's a free workshop. Beautiful. So yes, incredible. I, I will definitely oh, yeah. see
0: you there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was close, Jennifer. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minks Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www.liathorovitz.com. And come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at liathorovitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.